What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Podcast. I am your host, Dante Chase. Wow, we are really much right now. I am your host, Steven Sidney Watson. You threw us off with the music. No, that's you. What I I'm your host, Steven Sidney. I don't know, though. Don't play this. That's why I didn't do it. I'm your host, Steven City P. Watson. As always, back online with my partner in crime. Dante Chase Bridges, a.k.a. Dante Chase Bridges. And together that will make us... The brothers. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are here. It is Thursday, February 6th. I think it's the 6th. It's the 6th? No, it's the 7th. It's the 7th. We have really been out here in this wild and wacky-ass weather. We don't even know what the fuck's going on out there. No I know it snowed like a month. It snowed, and then it got warm. And it's typical Chicago at this point. So, you know, here we are. So, we got a bit of an interesting topic today. This is something for the guys and the gals. But it's also about to get real in here. I'll let you know that about in a minute. But first... We got a little something we got to call Town Hall Business. Mr. Bridges, what you got? Shout out to a lot of people that we mess with, like WIAN Radio in Memphis, Tennessee. I did say Tennessee. You did say Tennessee. Uh, shout out to uh, Kiana Stallsworth for uh, Magic Food Ministry. That's Magic Food Ministry. You know, when I say this stuff, I want y'all to go and look this stuff up, man. I don't want y'all just to be hearing me. I need y'all to go and act on it. So I need you to go and look up a girl named Kiana Stallworth, one of the peoples, at Magic Food Ministry. That's Magic Food Ministry. Also, shout out to Terry B.E. Mitchell. I want you to look her up at Your Yoga LLC. She got something popping off. This is if you're on that kind of eastern, southeastern part uh-huh. in the Carolinas, North Carolina. I want you to go look that up, man. And then shout out to everybody that make us possible, man. Shout out to Facebook. Shout out to iTunes, iHeart, I, him, and everybody that make the brothers worthwhile, man. We are not nothing but a Google away. But after that, you know what I always shout out, man. Shout out to the Brothers Foundation, man, that's making it possible for black boys to go to historically black colleges and universities, to not have to deal with a lot of the isolation and a lot of the problems, a lot of the microaggressions, and when they go to PWI type of institutions, that's predominantly white institutions, and then giving them the money to actually succeed so they don't give out these big student loans and come out of school with $100,000 in debt, but their tuition was only $30,000. So, to remedy all these problems and to give them a career base of black influential people when they come out of school, we need you to donate to the Brothers Podcast. Now, you can do this myriad of ways. Number what one, myriad of ways? you can go over there right there on the right hand side, you can donate to that. Or you can go to Currency Sign, <laughs> Brothers Foundation, <laughs> Brothers Foundation Currency Sign on Cash App. You can do that. Just made this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you can just talk to me. Call me. Hit me up on my DMs. Go to my email. Or you can hit up the email for the brothers at Brothers Foundation Chicago at Gmail. And it spells the way that it sounds. As always, shout out our usual suspects on the Brothers Hub. Shout out to our official DJJMC, who his brand, Daydreams to Reality, just launched a clothing brand. So shout out to them. We will have a link posted for that soon, very, very, very soon for them. So you can check out what kind of little hats, t-shirts, what they got going on. Big up to my brother JMC. As always, shout out our brothers 
Brian Watkins for At My Mama's Table. Shout out to our brother Reggie Price who was here last week on our Kobe episode for his podcast. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. Shout out to our always good friend Sky Miller who was doing her thing in the school. We also got some collaborations working up with her. She back in school? Yeah, she's back in school. Okay, shout out to you. Good job. Shout out to my homegirl Jennifer Williams for I'm Trying, Miss AKA I'm Trying Jennifer. Uh, we got a good project coming up with her, me and her, so be sure to keep a lookout for that. And as always, shout out to you, the viewers. We love you. We thank you. We appreciate y'all for tuning in every single week because without y'all, we wouldn't be here. And now we get to some interesting news that we like to call What's Really Good Out Here? What's Really Good Out Here? So, Mr. Bridges. What? Have you been hearing about this ongoing online cat fight that's been going on between Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill? And half the hip hop world is like, huh? First time. What the fuck? I heard about this. Oh, the first time you heard. I was in LA Fitness. We all were in LA Fitness when we heard this. I was just scrolling and adjusting my music, and I saw something that said, Nicki Minaj and Meek Mills go at it. And you know, I just thought it was going to be the typical Instagram, Twitter beat. You thought so. But then I heard some of the salacious. (laughs) <laughs> and oh, terrible Lord. things that these people were saying to each other. Oh, shit. This was the type of shit that if you had like Thanksgiving dinner and then your uncle and your auntie that married don't like each other and y'all know they're going to get divorced car talking about. This is the type of shit that they was talking about. Oh, shit. I mean, it got nitty and gritty. It was like, okay, well, yeah, oh, okay, God. cool. All right, I'll be that. But why did you kick your mama in the stomach? What? That's why you knew your brother was raping people. What? And you want to get up and leave, but you know, if you get up, they're going to tell you, sit your Still ass down. down. Like, oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. So I'm I felt sorry. stuck in my phone. I couldn't I couldn't get out of my phone. I'm sorry. Like, I'd be like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I was devastated. And I know people I'm say, sorry. man, it's just Hollywood, but shit, sometimes this can be very entertaining. This shit got <laughs> real to a point where I didn't even think it was necessary for it to get real. Mm-hmm. And we all know the track record of... Nicki Minaj. There's a meme that floated out about her is that nine plus people have said the same thing about how problematic Nicki Minaj really is. I think she's just a bad person at this point. Because, you know, if five people tell you that yeah, looks like yeah. a duck, walks like a duck, yeah. quacks like a duck, yeah. then it's a goddamn duck. So at this point, I think it's the It's the motherfucking uh, Aflac duck. It's not a mom. You might as well be out there saying Aflac at this point. Because, man. And then you got to look at it like this. Nicki Minaj's brother, right? And this is something Meek Mill said. I think Nicki Minaj knew that her brother was touching that little girl. I really do. I feel like she knew it in her soul. But because that was her brother, she wanted to get him off. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm a little conflicted with that. Because, you know, when it comes... I, I have my brother's back or my sister's back. It became Nicki Mill to the crime. Yeah. But I don't know how much I'll have their back if they was like touching boys and little girls and all that type of shit. Yeah, that so there's a line you have to draw on that shit. They might that have is... to get the flu flops put on. I'm I I will at 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 minimum I was stumped. You said the flu flops. I, I heard that in a long time. At minimum I was stump my brother out for doing something like that. Mm-hmm. But uh you know, I think that kind of makes you a little, you know, a little bad person or accessory at the least, you know, so 
I don't know how I feel about Nicki Minaj with that, man. I think we are at a point where Nicki and Meek, where it's like, what do we do with them? Not a goddamn thing. And it's just like, you can't really, I don't know, like, it is really grimy, like, fucked up. Nicki Minaj is a piece of shit. Meek Mill might be a little pressed, a lot pressed. But at this point, why the fuck y'all interact with each other? She called him a bad body having ass nigga. Now that now ladies, now listen, don't <laughs> now you <laughs> a bad body. Don't call me bad body. Don't call me bad built ass nigga. She also, but but that's when he went. You wrote you knew your brother was raping people. <laughs> that's because it got under his skin. I'm it, like <laughs> He know he built like a stop sign, long ass body, big ass head. But at the same time, you ain't got to come to the nigga. I don't know what it is, but ever since <laughs> Meek Mill got out of jail, and then after the breakup with Nicki Minaj, he just can't stop holding hills on social media. Actually, at the same time, like everybody keeps saying he be holding hills, but then what? Didn't he get a fucking Grammy at this point? Yeah, he also slipped down some stairs and everybody saw it on TV. You slipped downstairs? I, I slipped downstairs. I not in front of the security camera and it never went viral. Okay, but that don't mean that you didn't... Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, you know Because what everybody take L's, man. I ain't mad at you for taking the L's, shit. In order to make it in life, you gotta take L's. I don't know. No <laughs> nigga that don't take L's trying to make it in life. But and, damn. And if they do, if they ain't taking L's, then they are covering something up and they're not real people. Everybody take L's. I don't give a damn what nobody say. Everybody takes L's. L's is essential to growth. L's is essential to growth, ladies and gentlemen. As he said. So anyway, another thing we has just been going on because if you haven't paid attention to the news, Agent Orange beat the impeachment charge. And he looking at y'all like you motherfuckers. What you ain't think I was gonna be back? I guess I'm gonna be back. For another four years, I'm gonna get reelected, assholes. Cause that's pretty much where we're streaming. Look at my hand. Guess what it's doing right now, huh? Ah, you know what that is. <laughs> Grabbing him by the yeah. ball sack. See you in 2021. <laughs> Godly. And you know what's funny? Cause remember that whole state of the union. He said ball hand? sack. It was. It was. I like. I don't know what you was doing with the hand gesture. So I don't. No, I don't know. I'm Donald Trump. <laughs> See you in 2020, bitches. Are you touching them by the vagina? Grabbing them by the pussy. Grabbing them by the pussy, yeah. Because it's going to be a lot. Because you know that nigga's going to be in office for another four years. Because the only thing we've done is jump-started this engine for Trump. That's the only thing this impeachment did. Now, all the rednecks in Ohio, Alabama, Mississippi, New Orleans, all of them, they coming out of full force. And they going to vote on them like it was Obama. Look at the change. I swear to God, that's what they're going to do. And that is unfortunately what's going to happen next. Even Bernie Sanders <laughs> can't disagree. Bernie can't Sanders disagree. can't even save us after that whole Iowa caucus disaster. Good God! What happened? Democrats see that? Man, I don't even know what happened. But apparently, it was a deadlock, and not many people knew what the fuck was going on. And then, not too long ago, they finally awarded it to Bernie Sanders because I guess at this point he's the only conventional understanding person we we got. But it's still fucked up because not everybody believes in Bernie Sanders and probably gonna end up losing. Bernie Sanders is old. I'm worried about Bernie Sanders if he gets elected because he'll be 82, I think, when he gets out of office if he does the whole bit. I don't think he's gonna be able to pass physical. I don't know if he'll be able to live to see the end of his (laughs) term. Like, I'm worried about Bernie, but stop it. And then Bernie, Bernie, one of them people, I'm I'm gonna keep it real with you Uh people. It's just between me, you, and the 90,000 people that be tuning in. I, I feel Love like up. Bernie Sanders 
is the type of dude that smile in your face. All the while he wanna take your place. Backstabbing ass dudes. Because everybody be looking at Bernie Sanders as almost like a black hope. Mm -hmm. Great black hope. Even though he's a white Jewish man. But the great black hope. But at the same time, if you ask Bernie Sanders about reparations or anything dealing with that, Bernie Sanders is the first person to tell you, I ain't talking about it, don't ask me about it. I'm not looking into it. I don't give a damn about it. So I, I have a feeling like he's playing this, I, I, I marched in Selma type of card. But at the same time, he ain't nothing. He ain't no more than the rest of these politicians that got a hand in their back pocket putting money in. That's all he is. Yeah. I ain't looking at Bernie Sanders as gonna be no rescue. Well, I just don't want to be like Joe Biden raping little kids on islands and stuff like that. Did I say uh, that? Ah, you did. Did say I go that. there? It happens. Well, let's hurry up and get this out the way because we don't know how long <laughs> we're gonna be on Facebook again now. Yes. And lastly, but not least, I think one of the bigger stories that is happening is what we have to deal with: code violations. And I'm talking about with Gail King. Oh. And the interview that took place last night with Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant. Now, you might want to go first on that one. No, I want you to go on here and just... All right, well, you know what? Do what you do. We're going to turn this down. Because I want to get this off my chest very loud and clear. I feel like I need to go get some snacks. You might need to, because I'm from the... This is the bar where City P gets something a little bit passionate and... He goes fuck off, maybe. Get your popcorn ready, people. Yeah. So, if you haven't heard, Gail King had an interview with Lisa Leslie confronting her about the Kobe Bryant saga, his death, his impact. But we got to the, of course, typical part where we have to bring up the fact of his rape case. Alleged rape case. Yes, keyword is alleged, ladies and gentlemen. Because Gail King apparently questioned Lisa Leslie about what her this about the whole situation. Now bear in mind, Lisa Leslie has known Kobe Bryant since pretty much the day she got drafted to the LA Sparks. LA Sparks, LA Lakers, they are, they played in the same arena, played the same sport. They've known each other since pretty much their entire careers. And Lisa Leslie has been known to be a very close and enduring friend to Kobe Bryant. So as Gail King began to question her about her friendship or her his actions, his demeanor towards women, Lisa politely said, you know, I've never seen, I've never been in a situation or never seen Kobe act that way aggressively towards women. Mm-hmm. I've been out in several club settings. I even have male friends who are NBA players who completely act as aggressive and as ratchet as possible. I've just never seen Kobe in a scenario. So it's kind of hard for me to sit there and say that you would ever do something so forceful as be do something into a situation where you'd be accused of sexual assault or rape. So instead of just leaving it alone, Gail King went on record and say, but you don't know him all the way or you haven't seen him. You can't be, have been around him all the time so you wouldn't know. And thankfully Lisa answered the question she responded, Yes, that's true, but I just don't believe that's his character. I don't believe that's him. So when 
Lisa tried to expand, I mean, when Gail tried to expand on the story about was saying, well, do you feel about his legacy? Do you feel like this will impact his legacy? She says no. However, I, Gail, Lisa Leslie said no, but I do feel that the media has picked the wrong time to decide to have this discussion. The man's body's not even in the ground. Guess have a little more respect. As you know, social media has been ripping Gail King a new one over this because she feels like that she's been attacking black men, which she's, let's be honest, has had a reputation to. All the time. And even so much as drawing the ire of a lot of black male celebrities, specifically Snoop Dogg, who went on a huge ass, very like gangsta ass rant on her. <clears throat> so, it was very specific. It was very specific. Yeah. So he was like really going to fuck hard. And that's brought up a whole other argument in itself because we know how we always try to narrative gets flipped. But anyway, so here's what I basically have to say about the situation. Gail King is friends with Oprah Winfrey. We all know that. Gail King is a journalist. We all know that. We always have this argument about journalistic integrity. I've made a couple of posts about that. I've been kind of being trolling, but kind of making a point here about journalistic integrity and what you have to do to get the truth. And I've had a conversation with my cousin actually at work today, and he brought up some some points that kind of made me think a little bit. I will first of all say this. Gail King, there is never the question he asked, I'll bring up this point. The question he asked me is when is there the right time to talk about rape? I thought about that for a second. And you wanna know what my answer was? I answered it back with a question. And I specifically said this. Why is it always a time to talk about rape when it's a black person involved? Because my thing is, it's never anyone else. Now, we know who Gail King's associated with. We know she knows Harvey Weinstein. We know she knows David Lauer. We know she knows Kevin Spacey. We know she knows Charlie Sheen. She interviewed those these men. And we know her famous R. Kelly interview that R. Kelly went <laughs> off the tangent and all that shit. And we know he, we called him a clown on there for doing that shit too. She put something in that nigga water. That's what happened. She put something Look, in that whatever it is, look, he acted like a whole clown and didn't do himself no justice. Fuck him. But when we come down to Kobe Bryant, when it comes to journalistic integrity, there is a time and a place. And I asked this question. When does journalistic integrity collide with black morality? Because when I say black morality, I speak it on the mindset of saying, why is it that even though you might have some questions about his case, do you think it was an appropriate time to ask that question? Do you feel in your eyes and heart that if there's some part of journalistic integrity that you truly do have, that it ever dawned upon yourself that you say, this is wrong. Maybe I shouldn't ask this question. Have you ever told your superiors, Gail King, that this is wrong for you to ask this question? 
Have you ever told your, your superiors, Gail King, that maybe I can't just sell my people out like that? And now I've heard a lot of people on social media complaining about, well, Gail King, well, for the most part, I props to people who have been going after Gail King saying you were wrong, you were bogus. Even when she tried to have that rebuttal video on YouTube, where she's trying to say that CBS did a cryptic editing job and put specifically that moment in that in her interview and she was going to get to that point and CBS had their response to that and they supported Gail, which is funny to me because you don't need a lot of editing for that segment that got aired. You still ask the questions. So my issue is this. Why is it always a thing where you have to single out black men. Now, I know a lot of women out there, and I've, had, I've seen posts about women cry and complain about why is it that a black man can't be held accountable when he even assume that he's a rapist or not. If he's a rapist, then he's a rapist. Let's make this one thing clear, because I know we didn't stress this enough last week, but let's stress it again. One, Kobe Bryant did not confess to any rape or any sexual assault. He, however, acknowledged the fact it could have been perceived that way. And he still, even though he could have tarnished that girl's name, he still issued a formal apology. He settled out of court. The car charges got dropped. And they moved on. Two, the girl openly admitted that she embellished the story. She embellished a good majority of the story. Not only that, she actually mocked their story, mocked the incident in a freestyle battle that went viral. Oh, shit. So it's on YouTube. I think it's on the internet now. You can still pull it up. I didn't know that. Yeah, she had a whole freestyle battle in some bars. She was talking about how I'm going to break my life. What oh, the fuck shit. is that shit? I didn't so know listen, about that. We're not going to dive into this realm of, well, is it apologetic? Are you trying to be a rape apologist? First of all, there was no rape. Let's just call it like it is. There was no rape. Okay? It wasn't a rape at all. Otherwise, we'd have been on Kobe's ass. Are we trying to be apologetic to black men? We can have that argument back and forth. In this specific scenario, no. We're not being apologetic towards black men. Because a black man, simply put, with the evidence we perceive, didn't do shit. So for the fact that you decided, Gail King, that it was in your best position to ask these questions to a woman who, largely apart, even though it was a best friend, largely apart, had nothing to do with the situation, just to use her as a soundbite, and thankfully, Lisa Leslie knew better and said, I'm not going to sell my mans out like that for your narrative. It makes me wonder exactly whose side you're on, Gail. As black men... We have to sit there and wonder to ourselves whether or not what side she really stands on. We have always wanted to wonder what side Oprah stands on. And I'm going to be perfectly loud and clear about this. And I know people might misconstrue when I say this. I don't give a fuck. I am tired. I am sick and tired of this narrative of finger pointing at the black man for everything. I am fed the entire fuck up. I am so serious about this. I am tired of this. We got to blame the black man for everything mentality. That's so hard. And see about it. You might think if you think I'm being dramatic or you think I'm 
bullshitting or you think I'm not me understanding, oh the fuck well, unfollow me. I don't give a shit. My problem is this. If you cannot see that there's a narrative that's specifically being pointed out where we have these type of discussions and we have these type of arguments and we have these type of disputes, we have these type of questioning and it's always centered around a black man's face or a black person's face is in the center of it, then you don't understand what the fuck is going on there. You don't understand what the game is really is. I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. Oh, you just sound like you're an apologist. Fuck out of here with that dumb shit. There's never been a black man with any level of respect that has ever supported a rapist in any way, shape, or form. You know that. I know that. And everybody who has a, knows a self-respecting black man knows this shit. So for the fact that you sit there for one second took an accusation as verbatim, get the fuck up out of here with that dumb shit. Seriously. Use some common sense. For real. It's not that hard. If you know, if the man didn't do it and the, pro and the evidence proved it, it was that he didn't do it, move the fuck around. Move the fuck on. If y'all want to try to play this card up that he, just because he was accused, that means he is a rapist, then guess what? Nicki Minaj stabbed her fucking boyfriend. Is he, is she a mur is she attempted murderer then? Or is it just a domestic dispute? Ask yourself these questions. Use enough fucking common sense, people. I am so sick and tired of us not following the code. I've said this before several times when it comes to the media. Black folks need to stay the fuck on code with shit like this. Because if shit like this goes down, whether or not he did it or not, whether any celebrity did this or not, we should be holding them accountable in our communities in front of our eyes. We don't need an outside media force telling us the fuck what we need to be thinking. Let us handle that shit. They don't get the right to say anything about that. You had a whole reporter on Twitter bringing this shit up. The minute the man died, he brought, she brought that shit up. And we didn't take nobody to task. Now, I will admit, there's some things about Gail Kane that we talk about where we say, well, it's misogynistic that we go after a black woman, but we never go after a black man. How many more black men do we see tearing down on a black man at this magnitude, like this way? How many? Do you see any? Don Lemon sure in hell ain't doing it. And if Don Lemon did it, we would have came for his neck too. I think he uh, chilling with his white boyfriend. He don't got time. So, but at the same time, would he have done it? If he was done it, would we have not came at his neck? But guess what? He didn't do it. But guess what he did? Gail King did. This ain't even got nothing to do with the fact that she's a black woman. It ain't got nothing to do with what she was as a woman in general. It's the fact that as a black person, morally, you knew what you were doing was wrong and you still did it anyway. You tried to play a narrative up, you got shot down, and you got to reap the benefits. And you got to reap, actually not the benefits, you got to reap the remorse for it. Consequences. And consequences, remorse, whichever words. And the fact that you tried to blame CBS, your employers, the people that are cutting you the check, what good did that do for you? Because they don't give a fuck. They could cut you today if they wanted to. They supported you. They said they're going to look into an investigation, all that rigmarole. It don't matter. That shit going to get brushed under the table anyway. Because they're basically saying, 
This shit ain't got nothing to do with us. We just aired it. Mm-hmm. She's the one that asked the questions. And guess what, Gail? At the end of the day, they ain't looking out for you. You the patsy. And for every woman that sits out there, and all, or woman or man that's out there sitting there trying to have an argument about this, do yourself a favor. Shut the fuck up. Let me ask you a question, though. What's up? Why do you think that What's up? somebody like randomly Gail King and Oprah Winfrey are at the forefront trying to always get the breaking news about a new black celebrity? Why is it always that? That is a very good question. What's going on, man? Because you would say, are we about to dive into the more of a conspiracy level of this question? Or is I don't know if it's a conspiracy. I don't know if it's a coincidence. But I do know that it seems to be they keep choosing random black celebrities mm-hmm. in order to um, jeopardize their legacy. Almost like they're putting out the scapegoats. Because you always notice there's never a white journalist or white interviewer that gets any type of heat for this. So, let me ask you a question. So, what about if, like, let's say, uh, Billy Bob from Mississippi was a white journalist that decided to do a feature about Kobe Bryant alleged rape case, mm-hmm. even though he just died. How do you think the public would take that? I don't think the public would even know about it. Why you feel that? Because there's no, there's not going to be enough attention brought to it. There was never will, there has never been. A, I just explained it earlier. There's two women on, there's a woman on Twitter who worked, I think, for the, worked for a Washington D.C. newspaper, who, the day Kobe died, posted that rape case article, without even questioning anything, just posted it up again, just reshared it. And she got not even nowhere near the type of heat that Gail King got. Nowhere near the type of heat. She got some heat, but nowhere near the heat Gail King got. Let me ask you another question. Let's throw Billy Bob out. What about if it was Tommy Lauren? Oh, no, no. This is me speculating, but I'm pretty sure there will probably be way more white people that be coming after Tommy Lauren than there would be about black people. Why you say that? Because the reason why I say that is black folks expect that from Tommy Lauren. We don't expect that from one of our own or someone who's supposedly be one of our own. So you don't think it would make as much of an impact if it was coming from Billy Bob or Tommy Lauren? No, it wouldn't. If it was coming from Oprah or Gail King? Right. No, it wouldn't. Because the thing is, is that you would think was a person who shares the same skin color as you would never try to sell you out like that. But unfortunately, that seems to be the narrative here. So maybe, maybe the reason why the uh, big time communication and media outlets use Oprah, Gail King, and um, sometimes I've seen them do it with Don Lemon, is because they know that it will get under the radar enough where the actual company won't get flagged and mm-hmm. brought under charges of racism, but it will hit hard enough where black people will almost be dumbfounded into why is another black person trying to kill the reputation of another black person, which causes, you know, a lot of adversity because like they say, um, good publicity, bad publicity is all publicity. And the reason why Gail King 
is circulating now is because it's all over the goddamn world. Right. And that's one of the best things for these big time media companies. Yeah. And so, and we talked about that today. It's about, it's almost like news has become entertainment. And we can always say, my cousin, my cousin tried to tell me today, we will never know what the truth is. I say, I think we already knew the truth. You went with your gut. You knew what the truth was from jump, but you knew exactly how it was going to get spinned too. It's that simple. So let's stop trying to put the emphasis of Gail King being a black woman is the reason why she shouldn't be attacked. Now, granted, Snoop Dogg went a little excessive. Matter of fact, he went pretty damn excessive and it's very misogynistic the way he came at her. But, you know, Snoop Dogg is old school. You know, this is the culture he grew up in. This is how he addressed motherfuckers that disrespected his crew or disrespected people he considered family. He's still mourning over a man he considered his brother. You can make that all. You can make that assessment all you want. But he still said something that was pretty out of pocket. But they never say anything about Bill Bellamy, who did very respectfully. What about Ricky Smiley, who said stuff very respectfully? Black women in the entertainment industry who even came down on Gail King themselves. I think it's uh, Sister Circles did an interview today, this morning, where they talked about the Gail King uh, interview. And even one of them said, I've been a fan of Gail King for pretty much her entire career. And I can't even rock with her on this one. This has nothing to do with you being a black woman, Gail. This has to do with you being a representative of the black community and understand that you broke code. You broke code. And the fact of the matter is that even if this is a situation where the man was guilty or innocent or not, you ain't got to sell them out for a motherfucker that ain't just cutting your checks. Let the community handle that shit. But some people don't understand that. They rather just let him be. If he's accused, he's a rapist. Rape has to be looked at in so many unfortunate layers. And when he asked me the question of when is the right time to talk about rape? In this situation, I can honestly say it wasn't the right time because it was already discussed. Mm -hmm. But as far as, and we're going to table that conversation for another time. No, 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 no. Keep, keep, keep talking. Well, I mean, the things why I say, because the question is itself, is, it's a very layered question. Because you have to speak of it as a whole, the entire, to the entire community all over the world, to just culturally, as far as our community, as far as this specific situation. So when I say that's what I mean, it's a layered question. What's so, a layered question? When is the right time to talk about rape? And in this in this context, mm -hmm. when do you feel it's the right time to talk about rape? Because again, I would have to ask. And so, in this context, are you speaking about in this situation with Kobe yeah, Bryant? In the context of Kobe dying, Kobe being who he is, United States, how they deal with you know black celebrities. What would be the right time? In the context of Kobe Bryant, we've had this. I would say the cut discussion was already had when the case was brought up. It took about what twelve to fourteen months before we finally got a decision, mm -hmm. and the charges got dropped. I think we had that discussion already, ladies and gentlemen. You had twelve years to ask some questions about this. You waited till he died to decide to want to bring this up again. 
Let me ask a question, and this is not just to you, for everybody. Uh, when Gail King was talking about Kobe's, uh, the, the person that was allegedly, he raped allegedly, which is not true, but did she refer to her as an accuser or a victim? Definitely a victim. So, okay, if she would have said accuser, I would have said, okay, you showing a little journalistic integrity. But because she said victim, it tells me that she is still very biased. And if she's not biased, at the least, she's clout chasing mm -hmm. off of a man who basically died and his daughter died and his family is in, in, in devastated, you know, over this situation. So nowhere around the cookie, if you cut it, is Gail King being a good person or a good journalist or a good reporter. At the most, she's a woman that's basically trying to eradicate the legacy of black men. At the least, she's just a clout-chasing journalist just trying to keep her name relevant. Because if you don't say victim, and if you say, if you don't say accuser, and you still calling her a victim, after there was so much evidence of her not being a victim, but a person, like you said, what was she in a rap? She was at Smack DVD rap battle. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Might as well. She was at parties talking about how yeah. you know big the thing and all that stuff was. Right. If you still are saying that this woman is a victim with all that evidence, and you know more than anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Gail. You know more than anybody. You're doing a story on her. Then, Gail King, you are bad for the culture. Gail King... You need to start understanding that this is a game within a game being played, and you're playing on the other side, and we all compete that. Oh. Yo, King, I think you and Oprah need to go get you a cottage in Greece and be the lovers that everybody suspects y'all of being in the first place. I will say one more thing about real quick before we move on, and that is this whole argument about when is the right time. I will say that. And I'm speaking this specifically as black people. Now, we can claim what we are, Hebrew, Israelite, whatever. But as black people, we culturally have had a history of respecting death. Because it can come for anybody at any time. Case in point, Kobe Bryant. We... Now, I know there's several people out there who don't do that philosophy, and that, that's fine. I understand that everybody's different in their own way. I'm speaking completely as a culture of black people. We have always had a level of respect for the dead. It's just how it's always been for us. When you have somebody that disrespects the culture like that, where you disrespect somebody who's already dead, you're disrespecting the culture. What were you expecting the backlash to be? What were you expecting the result to be? Were you really expecting that people just be like, wow, that's very informative? No. That was not the case. You, Gail King, of all people should have known that. You've been a black woman your whole damn life and you didn't know that? Did you even think that Man, this will make me look bad as fuck. Or better yet, did you even care? Did you honestly care? So. No, 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 no. 
because this was okay. um well this was pretty good. Okay. So what I think we should do, because it's a Friday, I think we should end it on that note. Right. Okay. And um I I appreciate the because yeah, it, this is not something that should, I apologize to take up. No, my no, 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 but, but but we need this sometimes. And you know, it comes spur of the moment. This is something that you know, if you're going to be on code, you need to understand it happens. And you need to understand what the players that pull stuff like this look like, you mm-hmm. know, in, in the moves. And Gail King and Oprah Renfrey are starting to become the prime suspects of when you're trying to destroy a black man's legacy. I don't even know if it's a black woman's legacy as much as a black man's legacy. And, you know, to... A lot of people look at this stuff as being gossip, mm-hmm. you know. But sometimes, instead of looking at it like gossip, you need to look at it like military science. Some of these things that they are doing, if you would just sit back, stop judging, and peep game, you would see that you could learn a lot from how people move in the way that you should move when you're trying to do your business. If you see the Gail King has a, a legacy like Kobe Bryant and this is the way you can destroy it, the next time you're in a situation where you see ABC News or NBC News go after another black person, let's just say uh, Nate Parker who made Burger mm-hmm. Nation or who's somebody big, D.L. Hughley or um, uh, Cedric the Entertainer, just somebody, some black person. Mm-hmm. And if you start seeing the moves happen like this, Oprah Winfrey started to come out with a docu-series Gail King wants to get an interview or some type of, um, I, I call them whitewash black journalists wants to interview and put a spin on their legacy. Mm-hmm. You can peep game and say, okay, well, this is the same steps that they take to destroy every black man in the media. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to look at this and take this as being actual facts. I'm going to take it as being a grain of salt. So just peep the game that they're doing. Record it in your mind because it happens every two, three years. What we used to first, we was talking about R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. No, no, we was talking about Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Let's talk about Bill Cosby first. As soon as Bill Cosby went to jail, I, I think it was like 70 million black people said, Well, you know, he might not have did it. Maybe they set him up. Then we got R. Kelly. Now, R. Kelly is in jail now. He ain't never getting out ever mm-hmm. again. Thankfully. And thankfully. But. If you ever heard of the expression putting a uh, hundred on ten, mm. meaning that if you do something, if I say you did seven other things that you didn't do, it could stick because you did that one thing. Now mm. I'm not saying R. Kelly didn't do anything, but I do see the moment for the media to say, "Well, let's uh, put and add a lot of other stuff, a lot of other accusations." A lot of stuff that's not true. Let's make money. Let's do book deals off of this person because he's going to jail anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's get the most off this black man before we put him away and never see it again. I can see the media doing that. And now you got somebody, Kobe Bryant. And even though he's dead, you know, I think you said this uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you said that, um, what's that dude named? Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin. Uh, could, he said that a black man cannot leave this world without an asterisk on his name. And so this is almost the same thing. Yeah. 
So it's, it's pretty much the exact same thing. Be aware that if you're dealing with a black celebrity, especially a male, that this is the process of how they strip power away from our black celebrities. And when I say celebrity, I'm not just talking about somebody in the spotlight, mm -hmm. but I'm talking about somebody that had the ability to change lives. Because Kobe had a mentality, this Mamba mentality, right. that although people might say it was just for the ball court, but Mamba mentality is something that everybody can keep. Because Mamba mentality says that I'm going to go after my goals and dreams and ain't nothing going to stop me. That was Mamba mentality with Kobe. Mm -hmm. Imagine if all black Americans had that concept. I'm going to go after my goals. I'm going to go after something that's going to better my community and ain't none going to stop me. Imagine if all black people that he was starting to inspire with hits, he was doing a lot of film and communications and media mm -hmm. and that's getting to the masses. Imagine if black people started to adopt a mama mentality and put it into their careers and their aspirations. Mm -hmm. That's an energy field that exceeds even the movements of Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Right. So you got to look at the whole situation. So this world makes money off the backs of black people that are in poverty mm -hmm. and they want to keep them in poverty. Don't let your black celebrities that can cause change in a mind shift in these people to be tarnished. Turn your head. Turn the other way. Gail King and Oprah come on. Take everything they say with seven grains of salt. Not even right. one. And understand that this society, especially this media game, one of the main things they do is emasculate, denigrate, and bring down black males and it's been an agenda for a long time and there ain't no chance that this shit is gonna stop anytime soon i will say one thing like i said before i touched on a little bit earlier i am proud i am happy about how the black community as a whole has responded to this because they have taken gail king to task i did see a couple of these Articles that I found kind of disingenuous and hypocritical, in my personal opinion. One about how black people need to get off code about dragging people like Gail King. Of course, these are people who are in media, uh, who come to her defense. I think you should drag anybody that's a traitor. I'm going to be real. Right. And that's, if we deem you as a traitor, you deserve to get dragged. And that is what Gail King is right at this point. You are a traitor. You've gotten dragged. This has nothing to do with you being a woman at all because a lot of that narrative got thrown out about gender specifics. Why you think they got the LGBT and the womanists and the feministic movement so they can cover themselves up as they try to destroy people? I'm glad y'all taking those feministic veils off of these yeah. people that's only trying to destroy people. I'm and glad y'all seeing it. The black community is not going for this shit no more. And it's unfortunate that it took an incident like Kobe Bryant's death and his daughter's death and like seven other people's deaths for that to happen. But black folks ain't taking that shit no more. We are done with the, the pomp and circumstances and the twisting of the narrative. They was like, nah, Gail, ain't no journalistic integrity in this. You were wrong. 
and we gonna call your ass out on it. You were wrong, and we're gonna hold you accountable for it. Now, I will say this to my little my my black women. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. I know there's a lot of ancient niggas out there that have done y'all wrong, but that has not changed the narrative about how black men feel about y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We would give y'all the world if we could. But most importantly, we respect y'all. However, respect, and I stress this so hard, respect does come with having to hold you accountable for when you do something wrong. That comes with the territory. We respect somebody of Gail Kane's stature, so that's why we have to take her to task like this. Because she, of all people, with her experience, should know better not to do this. Either you were stupid and didn't pay attention, or you just didn't give a shit. It's one of those two, Gail. There's not enough editing that can be done to change that. You knew better. So which one is it? Did you know or did you care? At this point, we're leaning towards the fact that you just didn't care. Because you know you're a strong, smart, intelligent black woman. So we just had the point is you didn't give a shit. We're not stupid. We know. You got a friend who already don't give a fuck about us either. They saw us out every day. But we're done with it. We're just done. I'm, as like I said before, as a black man, I'm fed up with it. I'm fed up with the clout chasing. I'm fed up with the narrative that it's always got to be a black man when it comes to controversial topics like this. It has to be the black man who's got to be the center figure of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm fed up with it. And I'm tired of the persecution, tired of the witch hunt on black men. Black men as a whole, if you are decent and you are respectable, stand up and take accountability for yourself. But most importantly, take accountability for the woman that's disrespecting you. And when I say that, when I say this, it's saying... You have a right to tell them, no, that's not true. And I personally don't care if you don't think it's true. The facts say otherwise. Now you can say, well, the media can Mr. True anything. Well, guess what? Mr. True, media, Mr. True, then you're supporting our point again. Because the media has Mr. True a lot of stories for years about black people, black men and women. So whose side are you going to believe? Do we believe, and I know this is an unfortunate history lesson we're going to have to teach you a little bit, a white woman accusing a black man of rape. Now, has it happened before? Yes. Several times. It's an unfortunate story. How many white men have lied about it, about a black man? Yes, it has happened way more times than than the truth has come out. Sorry, that's what happens. That's the unfortunate truth of reality. So yeah, as black people, let's stop caping for everybody else's opinion and let's worry about our own culture. The doors of the church are now open. 
Ushers will seat everybody to the door. There will be a gratuity tax for bitch niggas. And on that note. And I got a lot of love for some white folks I fucks with. And yeah, yeah. On that note, because he messes with some Caucasians and some he don't. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> I don't. We are going to head out on this snowy, cold winter day in Chicago or wherever the hell you are in Facebook land. Hope you learned something. Please give your pastor 13% upcharge and the board and the room fees. And the land on the hands that the Bible revival. I mean, y'all go to it every Sunday. You might as well give it to us, too. Yeah. Please donate to the Brothers. Please donate to the Brothers Foundation. Mm-hmm. Like I said, man, one of the reasons that we get in this situation is because we don't have positive black media outlets. And one of the things that the Brother Foundation is doing is creating a platform for gifted black African-American men to come up in communications and broadcasting and not have to go to an ABC or a CBS or Fox News. But they'll be able to have a skill set and the backing as far as physically as well as financially to make their own media broadcasting networks. So we don't have to have these problems to sell out journalists, sell out reporters that's skewing the news. Mm-hmm. So please donate to the Brothers Podcast. You can donate on the right side, right there, or you can go to Currency Sign Brothers Foundation on Cash App. Please donate every dollar, every five, every 10, every 20, every 25, every $100. Be greatly appreciated. Also, it's a 501c3, so it is tax deductible, people. I ain't playing with you, but You're like serious, we huh? said, Steven City Pete, Dante Chase Bridges. And on that note, We are out of here. Peace.